0: Yeah. Uh, okay we're up to Daph Lamid Bays. Again, I apologize for not doing this in person. Um, we're up to three lines from the bottom. The last thing the Gemara had said was that the Gemara brought down a couple machlakes in between Rebbe and Roshim Gamliel. The first Machis was about whether if someone overrides Rav Gamliel Hazakin's Takana and is mevatel the Shliach not in the presence of the Shliach or not in presence of the wife. Does it work? So Rebbe says, "Yeah, I mean, if you're mevatul the get, you're the get. I mean, you shouldn't have done it, but it works." Roshim Malil says, "No, because bez If you override the takanas chazal, then you're, then you're, you they have no power. So in order for them to still have power, chazal had to do it. That if you mevatal get, doesn't work." So says the Gemara. Um, Rav, um, Rav, Nachman, Rav Nachman said Halacha k'Rebbe B'shteim. The Halacha follows Rebbe in both cases, meaning we do not pass in like Rav Shimon Gamliel, and we do not say Ma'koech Bezinyafe. We're not worried about Bezdin having power. If you're Mavato the get you Mavatal the get. So the Gemara says, "Lesli the Rav Nachman Ma'koech Bezinyafe." That means that Rav Nachman does not believe in the argument of Ma'koech Bezinyafe. Again, Shimon Gamliel holds that if you're Mavato the get. It doesn't work. Why? Because Makayich Bezden Yafa, the, the Bezden has to have power. Reb Nachman doesn't believe in that, which means Reb Nachman doesn't believe in the argument of Makayich Bezden Yafa. The problem is, Rab Nachman does. Reb Nachman does paskin in Yafa in a different scenario. Again, Makayich Bezden Yafa means that you do something against Chazal, we have to basically strengthen Bezden. And if you're Mavata the Get, even though the Get should be bottle. Nope, it's not bottle because Bezdin has to have power. So the Gemara says Reb Nachman doesn't believe in Makoch Bezdin Yafa. V'amr of Nachman Amreshmuel. Reb Nachman amr Shmuel says Yesomim Shabo Lachlek Benichse Let's say you have a a father dies and he leaves kids under Bar Mitzvah with money. So we don't want we want to make sure they don't spend all their money on candy and other foolish things. So Bezdin Mamidin Lehen Apetropis. Bezdin appoints. Um, an Apotropis is a guardian a a, a financial uh, advisor to in charge of the money and he'll spend the money in a smart way for them he'll invest it whatever higdilu what happens if after they get bar mitzvah they realize they don't like the way that he's spending the money they could protest and try and to and to get power and uh, and force a new division of the estate. They could undo what the what the what the Apotropos did. Rav Nachman Nachman disagrees. He says no. Even once they get older, they can't. Why? Because then what's the point of Bezdin? Meaning Bezdin is appointing this this guardian. If in one year from now everything he's doing they could just undo, then you're undermining the authority of Bezdin. So Rav Nachman in this argument by finance. Argues this argument of Mako'ach Bezin that we have to in- allow Bezin to have power. But when it comes to the argument before by being Mevatel aged he doesn't believe in Rav argument of makoch Bezin So does he believe in makoch Bezin or not? So the Gemara says, hachi Isur. The answer is it depends. By finances, by money, you can't override Bezin. If Bezin appoints an Apatropis, that's money. You have to listen to Bezin. But when it comes to Aget, which is Isurim, we don't have such an argument. So the question of whether he has the the the, the Savara of makayach bezinyafe just depends on what he actually whether it's money or isurim. If it's money, he has the argument. If it's isurim, he does not. Okay, fine. Now the gemara says like this. i oh, just plug myself in. The gemara says, gedule, uh, gedule. It's a couple mysum over here. Gedule bar riuli. That was his name, Gidulei Gidul Bar Shadar Logita So he sent a his get a wife, a wife, his wife a get through a shliach. Now it's an interesting story. Again, if you send, I'll basically tell you outside what this mice is going to be dealing with. The concept is like this: If you send a shliach with a, a, a send a get with a shliach. And you want to mevatel the get, you can mevatel the get. You have to tell the shliach. The question is, what if you don't tell the shliach you want to be mevatel the get? You don't outright tell him, but you're very clear from your body language or from just vibes that you're giving off that you want to be mevatel it. Does that work? So the gemara says the following story. So Giddil Barriul sent a get to his wife through a Shliach. The Shliach went and found her sitting and she was weaving. So Amarlah Hogitach he says, Here I have a get for you. So Amarllah, she said him, Zil She's like, not today, come back tomorrow. So I guess he was so um, disarmed by like her directive, so he left. So she said, "Don't give it to me today. Give it tomorrow." So he was like, "Okay." And um, so, so he went back to Gidla Barriuli and said, "She didn't want to take it today, so I'm going to come back tomorrow." So Gidla Bariyuli, who had sent him, said the following statement when he heard that he had did not deliver the get to his wife. He said, "Baruch atay v'ameitiv," like "Baruch Hashem," meaning he clearly was happy that the get was not delivered. Now he never said. I want to mevatel the shlichus. But he said, Baruch HaTov When he heard that the, shli- the shliach did not deliver the get. he said, Baruch HaTov So the question is, by saying Baruch HaTov which clearly indicates he was happy that he did not deliver the get, is that a form of removing the shliach? It's clear he's happy that the shliach did not deliver it. On the other hand, he never said bottle he never said pussel he never said a lushan of bitel but he clearly is happy that the shliach did not deliver the get he said baruchatova meitev hey, it's like oh thank god he didn't deliver it now he never said not to but he said thank god so the gemara says it's a machlokes whether saying baruchatova ametiv is a proper form of bitel of the get abaya amar baruchatova ametiv geta abaya says he said baruchatova ametiv, but he was not mavatel the get so he could he should deliver it the next day and Rav Omar amar baruchatova meitev Gita, Rabbi says no, Barakatova Metav is a form of Bital of Get. So what is the Machlokas about? So what's the machlokis? The Machlokas is the effectiveness of giloi das, meaning you never outright were mevatel, but you're mev- megaladas. You clearly indicated that you were interested in being it without actually saying it outright. So it's sort of like you gave the vibes, you gave like an indication without a directive. Is that a form of a get? So if you clearly are megala das, you reveal your intent to be mevatal get without saying any form of bitul, does that work? It's a Lab Mil v'rova. Abaya says being megala das is not enough. And because you never actually outright said, Botel, it is not a form of bittel. And Rav says, no, it is a form of bittel, And that's the sabai of V'Rav. So Amar if there's any questions, as always, uh, please uh, you know let me know, especially over Zoom. I want to make sure that it's clear. Amar Rav, Mino says, how do I know that if you're Galadas, if you reveal your intent to be Mavatal the Shlichus, that's enough, even if you don't actually say it? He says, Rav Sheshis forced someone to divorce his wife. Meaning again, as I said yesterday, if someone, while we don't coerce a get, if the guy did something wrong and he's holding his wife in aguna, Bezdin would break his legs and they would, you know, beat him up until he said enough. So Rav Sheshis forces this guy in front of Rav Sheshis, he forces the husband to send the get with a shliach. Now, Amr after they wrote the get and they sent it with the shliach, the husband leaves the bezdin, goes to the witness, goes to the shliach, and he says the following line. He didn't say, I'm mevatel the get. He said, He says, Ravshash just told you to mevatel the get. You weren't in the room. Ravshash told me to tell you to mevatel the get. So the question is, is the get bottle? And Ravshashash, after hearing this, Made them rewrite the get. Oh, uh, now think about it over here. Who has to be mavatal the get? The husband. The husband never said bottle. What did he say? He said Ravshashus told he lied, but he said Ravshash told me to tell you to mavatal the Get. So because he didn't say it outright, that's not a good form of bittal, because the only one could be Mavatal is the husband. So saying that Rav Sheshis is mevatal is another way of saying, that's sort of, it's not outright saying it, because it's not a good lashon of bital. but it's clear that the husband's intent is to be megaladas. So it's similar to the case of and Rova, where the guy said, Baruch HaTov because he never said any form of bittal, he just said Rav Sheshis is Mavatal it, but it's clear from the fact that he said that that he's also into being Mivatalit. So and Rav felt that it's a good form of bittal. So you see that giloy Das is enough. So the Gemara says no. Abai responds, Otto Gita de Iu ba de meshiv de He says over here, no. Over there it's more than giloy Das. You see, Abaya says, if all you do is megaladas, which means you don't actually say a form of bittal, but it's just clear from your vibes or clear from your demeanor that you're interested in in, in canceling the shlichus, that's not enough. Why over here is it more? Because over here, when you say, Rav Sheshis told me to tell you to mevatel get, everybody knows the rabbi cannot be mevatel get. Everyone knows that it's only the husband. So when the husband says, Rav Sheshis told me to tell you to mevatel it, that's the husband's way of saying I want you to be Mavatla, because he knows what he's saying is gibberish. Why is he saying Rivshaishus told me to tell you? Because the guy was sent to him, the guy who wrote the get was sent by Rivshashus. So he knew that if he doesn't mention Rivshashus' name, the guy's not gonna listen to him. But when he says Rivshashus told me to tell you, that's another way of him saying, I'm telling you. Because everyone knows the rabbi cannot be mavatla the Get. Meaning, if you just say Hatova Matev. That's like I have to deduce what the guy means. That's not enough. Over here, the husband is actually telling you to Mevatel the Get. He's just saying, not from me. It's coming from Rabshacious, even though everyone knows the rabbi can't do it. He just picked Rabshacious because he knew that the guy was a Shliach Bezdin, a Shliach of Rabshacious. So he would only listen if he heard Rabshacious's name. It's like you're telling a Talmud, uh, a Chosid, oh, uh, the Rebbe told me to tell you Mevatel. It. Everyone knows the Rebbe can't Mevatel the Get. It's only the husband. So why are you mentioning that? Really, you're saying, I want to Mevatel the Get. I'm mentioning the Rebbe because I know you'll listen. But it's more than Giloy Das. Giloy Das is where you have to sort of decipher without a proper Lashon of Bittal. This is a proper Lashon of Bittal. You're only attributing it to Rav Sheshis because you knew that he would listen if he hears Rav Sheshis name. So it's not a good source. So we're still looking for sources either way about being Mavatel again where there's Giloy Das alone. Only Giloy Das. No actual form of Bittal, just Giloy Das. Vam says, says, How do I know? How do I know this? to Yehuda, how do I know that das is not enough? to okay, the following story Rav Yehuda forced the son-in-law of Rav Yirmiya Biro to, to divorce his wife so again, Rav Biro was not divorcing his wife so Rav Yehuda forced him to send the get through a shliach so the problem was Bitley, the second that shliach left Bezdin Rav Yehuda Biro was mavatul the get okay, so Tanashkele, they had to do it again Batle. Again, sent the Shliach. Rev Yudh Barah, the husband, Mevatal again. Second time. Third time, he was done with this. al Yudh, then Rabbi Yehuda a third time, sent the Shliach. But this time, Amr Lulasade, he told the Shliach, krobu Place um, pieces of like pumpkin in your ears. Put e- e- basically earplugs in. I don't care what he tells you, you do not listen to him. And, and you won't be able to hear him say, Mevatel the get. Meaning, in other words, I don't care if he's running after you. You put earplugs in. That way you can't hear him being Mevatel. You are delivering this get. Now, that that's what the ma'isa was. Now, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. So, you have the, the Shliach. is told by the rabbi, write the get. Because, again, they beat up the husband. The husband said, fine. Put the But he said, put earplugs in. I don't care what the husband says. You won't hear it. Not that not to ignore what he says but because his earplugs you won't hear it deliver the get now let me ask you a question that's that was the ma'isa. now if you're the shliach and you see the husband running after like doing like this screaming you can't hear technically because your earplugs you don't think that that's gilui das of course it's gilui das you just can't hear it you can't be Mabatul because you can't hear it but that's definitely gilui das and what do you see the that the says Abai, if you hold that gilui das is enough to, to, to cancel a get, then what does earplugs help? You see the guy running after you. The guy is running alongside you as the Shliach is going to deliver the get. The guy is running alongside. Now he can't hear what he's saying because he's got earplugs in. But if he's clearly running alongside, isn't it clear that he's trying to cancel? And what do you see? As long as you don't hear the words, it's not a cancellation. So you see that's a raya to abaya, that giloidas, that even if you understand the demeanor of the husband is that he wants to cancel the get, it's not a cancellation unless you hear the words. So the Gemara says, no. For Ravah, Rubber says, no, it could be in general, Das is enough to cancel the get. So, how come over here? Because, says Rubber, you don't know what the guy's actually saying. Again, you have earplugs in, so you don't know what he's saying. But you see him running alongside you as you're delivering it. So all of us would say he's clearly running alongside to try to cancel. Rav says, maybe he's running alongside to hope to watch you do it so that you get it done properly. He wants to be menashkiach. Why? Because he just got beaten up. <laughs> and this is the third time that Bezdin has been doing this. And he knows that if he cancels it one more time, Rav Sheshis might break both legs. So maybe the fact that he's running alongside you is not to cancel the get. Maybe he wants to make sure that you give it properly. Meaning, if there's actual das, then Rava says it would cancel the get. The only thing over here is that because you can't hear what he's saying, you don't have das. I, he's running alongside the caravan, watching you deliver the get. Maybe it's not to cancel it. Maybe he wants to make sure that you deliver it, and maybe he's cheering you on. He's saying, give the get, give the get, because he just got his legs broken. So, I, I don't know what it is. I don't have das in this case. That's what Rava says. Okay, it's interesting. Abayah says, I have another proof that, again, Giloidas Das is not enough to cancel again. We had this Maissa a couple times already. There was a person who gave his wife a divorce and said, If I don't come back within 30 days, it should be a divorce. After 30 days, he's on the opposite side of the bridge. And he's screaming, Listen, I'm here, I'm here, I, I just can't make it. But, but, the, but the, I don't want it to be a good get. And what's the halacha? He didn't get there, so it's a good get. Now over here, he's screaming. He never says the lashon of bittel, but he says, I'm here, I'm here. So he's clearly interested in being mevatel the get. And yet, you see, it's not a good bittel. So what do you see? Giloy das is not enough. So Rubber responds, no. Otu haslem tenoi Boy very interesting response Rava says over there he's not trying to be mevatel the get over there there's a stipulation the stipulation meaning it's not like what we've been dealing with till now which is that you send the get through a shliach and you want to cancel the, the shlichus you want to cancel the shlichus das is enough but says Rava why over there is the get not cancelled because over there you're not interested in cancelling the shliach over there you have a stipulation the stipulation is being met, albeit through an onus. For that, we don't care. Meaning, it depends on what you're trying to do. If you're trying to cancel the get, that would be enough. Over there, you're not trying to cancel the get. You're trying to cancel the stipulation, which is being met, albeit through an onus. For that, we don't listen. It's very interesting because it shows you that if this guy was educated enough, instead of yelling, I made it, I made it. He would just say, Me the get, that would work. He would the problem was he was just saying, I made it, I made it. And the answer Well, no, you didn't, because there's a stipulation. And then he says, Yeah, but the stipulation means I made it. I did make it. And they say, Well, no, you didn't, because you're not on the opposite side of the river. And then he says, Yeah, but I couldn't make it. And then we say, Well, we don't care. Meaning if your intention is to Cancel the stipulation. You can't cancel the stipulation because the stipulation was met. I don't care that it's an onus. Ain't onus begin. We don't care that the stipulation was met because of an onus. But if you were interested in canceling it because of uh, uh, canceling, if you were just interested in canceling the get, you could cancel the get if you wanted to. Okay. So that's interesting. Now, Rava, I'm sorry, Hahuda Ameluh, another Misa. Um So we, we have right now a machloikus between Abai and Rava. If you're Megaladas whether that's good a cancellation of a get. And we also just saw from Shmuel that if you make a stipulation, and the stipulation is met to cance- to have a get, it is a get, despite the fact that it was an onus. Because there's a t'nai and then there's canceling the get. Those are two separate things. So, Hu there was a guy who, um, it's interesting, so he was his wife. You know how they used to do Kedushin a year before the Chuppah? So sometimes a woman was afraid that they're never actually going to walk down the aisle so he did. Is he was makadosher. Then he gave her a get. If the wedding doesn't take place on a certain date, or she's like, I don't think we're ever going to get married. He says, Listen, here's the divorce. If we're not married by Chodesh, whatever, we're divorced. So he gives her a divorce and he says, If we don't walk down the chuppah in thirty days, we're divorced. Now. 30 days comes, so she says, let's get married, right? Today's the day, you have to get married to me today, or the the get takes effect. He says, I'm trying, I just can't, I'm not ready, like, I'm trying. The caterer is not here, meaning he's like, I'm trying my best, but I I can't get married today, the wedding hall's not ready. So the question is, are they divorced? So, the Gemara says, well, how could you cancel the divorce? Again, the divorce takes effect if they don't get married. He's trying to get married, he just can't. So, So you'll say, well, the stipulation to get divorced was getting married. You did not meet that stipulation. Hence, the divorce takes effect. I, it's an onus, meaning the only reason why you met that stipulation was because out of your control. Ain onus begin. Don't care. Stipulation is met. It's a good divorce. <laughs> oh, so you'll say, okay, stipulation is met. Great. What about the fact that he's clearly interested in being a the The answer is, you never said it. Yes. Is it Giloidas? das? Yeah, it's giloy das. But did you say bittel? Nope. Giloy das is a machleg, it's a It's a machleg, it's a And you're dealing with Asia ish, ish. So we're going to be machmer and assume that it is a divorce and this woman is divorced. Okay, another maisa. Huda Amale, there was another person who, again, he wanted, he he wanted to prove that he's going to get married on a certain date. So he gave her a divorce and he says, He gives her a divorce and he says, If we don't get married by Rosh Chodesh Adar, we're getting divorced. The problem was, when the Rosh Chodesh Adar came, when they were supposed to get married, so she says, are we getting married? He says, He said, didn't we say Nisan? I thought we said Nisan. And she proves, you know, she finds the text messages that says "Ada," And he's like, oh, shoot. I thought we said Nisan. I'm not ready. So the question is, are they divorced? So the same thing. Well, how are you going to cancel it? you will say, well, there was a stipulation. The stipulation was they had to get married. They didn't get married. I, the stipulation was only met because of an onus." Ain't onus begitten. There's no such thing as an onus by a get. Meaning, I don't care why the stipulation was met. As long as the stipulation was met, then you're divorced. I, what about the fact that it's giloidas? It's And we're going to be machmer and assume that's divorced. So, in this case, they are divorced. Now, so we've had Rav Nachman. Um, we had Rabbi Nachman. We started this daft by saying that Rabbi Nachman paskins like Rebbe in both cases. In both, uh, both Machleik's and from yesterday. The first one was if you're mavatal the get not in the presence of the shliach against Rebbe Gamliel takana, does it work? Rebbe says yes. The second machlokes is can you cancel some Edim not in the f- presence of other Edim? Rebbe says yes. Rebbi Nachman start off by saying that we paskin like Rebbe in both. Halacha kenachmen, hilchasa kenachmen, meaning we pasken like Rabbi Nachman in both cases that we pasken like Rabbi in both cases. The hilchasa, next page, kenachmeni, and in addition to pasken like Rabbi Nachman, we also pasken like Nachmeni, who's abaya, that, uh, that we pasken like abaya, that gili das in get is not a thing, meaning if you're megala das by a get, it's not enough to cancel the get. By the way, if you look at Rashi, Rashi says this is one of the seven, to- six times that we pass him like Abaya, right? Famous thing in Yeshiva, Hilchas uh, beyal Kegam, Ayin Lamed Kuf Nun Mem. Those are six different halachas. Um, now, by the way, Abayah is called uh, Nachmeni because he was raised by Rabbah. He was a Yosem and he was raised by Rabbah Bar Nachmeni. Um, so Yal Kegam, which one is it? Which one is this? This is giloidas Das. This is the Gimel, I guess. Giloidas Das Begita. So this is the Gimel of Yal Kegam. Okay, fine. New Mishnah. Now this Mishnah is very interesting. This is the major diff- one of the major differences for anyone that's involved as a Masada Kedushin or a Masada Gittin. They know that by a Kedushin, by a Ksuba, we are particular to write names by a Ksuba, but the only reason why we're so Makbit is because we we're afraid that people will start comparing a Ksuba to a get. The get is where you really got to be careful with how names are spelled, how names are written. One of the major differences between a Ksuba and a get is that a Ksuba, we only write one name. Meaning, if let's say, I'll give you an example, I happen to be looking at uh, two people on the Zoom have English names and Hebrew names. So let's go with Gavin. So Gavin has an English name, but he's also Gershon Daniel, Daniel Gershon, Gavriel Daniel. Gavriel Daniel. So, Which one do you write in the Ksuba? You write the Hebrew name. Because it's in use. It's not because it's not in use. It is in use. Now, maybe you go by Gavin Moore, but Gavriel Daniel is all that they write. They don't write Gavriel Daniel uh, Gavin. No, you write... uh, By a get, God forbid, by a get, you write all the names. Meaning, you would write Gavriel Daniel Demiskari Gavin. Because by getting, because you go by multiple names... We want every name to be covered because we don't want, God forbid, the wife receives a get. They say, who is this person? She, she says, my husband is, uh, you know, Gavin. And they, they look at the get and it says, it says Gabriel Daniel, who are you talking about? Oh, that's a fake get. You're not divorced. And then it causes her aguna problems. So they write every nickname. That's what they do. That's why I, have, I someone recently called me that he's writing ksuba, And he wanted to know how to write, uh, he has to write the name Kenneth. Because the father's not religious, he doesn't know what his Hebrew name is. So he has to write him name Kenneth. So he says, He asked me how you spell it. So I'm not one of those guys I normally call Rabbi Oma, but I have a safer in my house from Rav, Rav Hankin, where Rav Hankin has five or six pages of how to write in Gittin and in Subas, but in Gittin specifically. How do you write English names in Gittin? What are the rules? And how do you write, you know, Julius and all these, you know? So Kenneth is there. So Kuf I Nun in test by the way, that's how he said, Kenet. But anyway, point is so that's the laws of Gittin, and that's what we're going to see in this Mishnah. Originally, they would change the husband's name and the wife's name. What does it mean to change? Obviously, it doesn't mean you could change the name. What it means is if you had a person now in America, we have you'll have Jews that will have within one city they'll go by multiple names, like we have most people, which is. In Shul, when you get an Aliyah, you're Gabriel Daniel. Amongst people, Gavin. Now, that's within one community, but they didn't really have that in the Times of the Gemara. In the Times of the Gemara, they just had one name. You went with the name, your Jewish name. But they would sometimes have it where in one city, you were known one name, but in another city, you were known another. Maybe doing business, aliases. They would have aliases within multiple cities. Originally, so let's go very easily. Let's just go an easy example. Because listen, if in one city you have multiple names, you're going to write multiple names. That's not a Shiloh. But let's say you have someone that in Queens, he goes by John. And in Brooklyn, he goes by Yochanan. Those are the things. So he's writing a get in Queens. So originally, they would just write the name for the get where it was written. If in Queens he goes by John, they would just write John. They would never mention the other name because you go by where it's written. That was the original. But Rishonah, originally, originally, they would stick with the name the way it's written in that location, despite the fact that he has aliases in other way, That's why it's called changing the name, because it appears he has mil- multiple names. They would just go with the way it's written in that city. Or shame me roy same thing with cities. Uh, I'll give you an example. We have in Queens. You have people sometimes go by Queens, sometimes go by Kew Garden Hills, Flushing, let's say, Chevron. Uh, Chevron in certain locations is called Chevron, certain locations called Kiryad Originally, they would just go by how it's called in the place where it's written. If it's in written, it's called one thing; they'll go with that. They're not going to go with the fact that it's called things in different places. Hiskin, Rav Gamliel Zaken, Rav Gamliel Zaken changed it. <laughs> Rav Gamliel changed it. That the new decree that they write, if you have aliases, they'll write, you know, John Dimiskare Yochanan. They'll write all the aliases in the get. In order to avoid uh, problems, they would write um, all the names that are found, all the aliases. The people of the, of of of, of Bavel You have people that come from Eretz Yisrael to Bavel, and they have different names. They would take a Babylonian name. Yosef Let's say originally in Israel they call him Yosef, but in Eretz, in Bavl they call him Yochanan. Or vice versa, what should they write in the get? So, they would write this and this man, so God likes to Yosef, in every name that he has, and they would write Yochanan. In order to avoid, order to avoid uh, uh, aguna concerns. Rav Ashi says, they would only do this If at the time of the writing, they knew of an alias, meaning, let's say you, if you know there's an alias, you have to write all the aliases in the get, all the nicknames, aliases, all of them are in. Let's say you don't know of that, meaning you write a get in Queens, you write John, and then you find out. You know he's got an alias in other areas. You didn't know that at the time. The halakh is, but the evidence is fine. Meaning, although Rav Gamliel was metakin to write all the nicknames and aliases, that's only true if you know at the time of writing that he has ones in other cities. If you don't know at the time of writing, and then it you developed afterwards or it became clear that there were, but you didn't know, then it's fine, but the evidence is fine. So there's a difference. Who dischazib and shmi? It's only true if you're mischazik, Rashi says, If at the time of the writing, in the area where they're writing, they don't know of another alias, you don't have to write like a, an added clause, you know, John and any other alias. You don't have to add that clause because you don't know of another alias. You only write that clause of John and any other alias. By the way, according to most Rishonim, you don't just write an other alias. You write an any other alias and then write what they are. Okay, fine. And you can write Gabriel Daniel, a- and any other alias Gavin, whatever. The point is, the, but 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 if you don't know that he has another one, just you don't have to write anything. You just go with the name that it's written. So there's a distinction about whether you know about it at the time of the writing or not. Amrle Rav 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 Mari Rav Lozer They also follow Rav Rav uh, uh, Was This Rav Sheshis approach. Um Rav Ashi's approach that it makes a difference between whether he, they know about the alias at the time of the writing and the location of the writing or not. We find a Bryce that backs us up that there's a difference between uh, known aliases or not. Because the Bryce says, A guy has two wives. One wife is in Yehuda, and one wife is in Galil. And he has two names. So he's got two wives, and he's got two names. Each wife only knows him by one name. So let's say he goes, okay, Queens in Brooklyn. In Queens, he's John. In Brooklyn, he's Yohanan. He's got a wife in Queens who knows him as John. He's got a wife in Brooklyn who knows him as Yohanan. So he divorces both. The one in Queens, he writes John. The one in Brooklyn, he writes Yohanan. Seems to be okay. The answer is no good. Although you wrote the name for the one that, that, for the location that it is, you didn't write the nicknames. And it was known aliases. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. If you want to divorce the wife in Yehuda, in Queens, you have to write John, and his alias Yechanan. You have to mention both. And if you divorce the one from Brooklyn, you have to say Yechanan, and his alias, John. You have to mention both. But let's say... He goes to another place, neither Yehuda or the Galil, Vegirishpech or Mehen, and he divorces either wife using only one name, Igureshus. So it's a, very, a pretty strange thing that the brisa starts off by saying you have to mention all the aliases, and then the brisa says, "Yeah, but if you didn't, it's it's fine." What? It's a contradiction. The Gemara says, It's a contradiction you know what the answer is the ryce is describing the sheet of ravashi and that is if there's a known alias at the time of the writing you have to write both and if you don't it's not good when the brasa says that it's fine that's talking about where there is no known alias you do not have to write any known aliases that may be because you're not aware of one okay Miriam there was a woman whose primary name was Miriam upurtas Sarah but some called her Sarah meaning. You have the primary name and the nickname. So the question is, which one do you write in the get as the main name and which one is the alias? Meaning, right? You have to have you have again, you have Gavriel, uh, you have uh, John and Yehuda. Okay. He primarily goes by John. A couple people call him Yehuda. When he gets Alias, he goes by Yehuda, but but his nick his real name is John. So then you write John, that is nicknamed Yehuda. If you write the opposite, it doesn't work because his primary name is not Yehuda. That's why it's very tricky. You have to define what's considered the primary. or Not I'm not talking about Aliyahs. Let's go with women who don't go by Aliyahs because Aliyahs make it more tricky because that makes them both primary. But let's say a woman, uh, she's uh, uh, Sarah is her real name. Couple people call her, uh, you know, a uh, uh, Sue. Couple people call her Sue. So then you have to write Sarah who goes by Sue. If you go Sue who goes by Sarah, it doesn't work. Okay, Amri Nardai miriam okay that's the psa new mishnah we'll do the mishnah quickly and then we'll end off now this mishnah is a cryptic mishnah we're not going to understand it fully until the gemara develops it the mishnah says like this originally the law was that if a widow wants to collect her ksuba from the the state of the yesomim she has to make an oath before collecting the money. Right? So she has a ksuba which says that she's owed $1,000. The husband dies. She wants to go to the kid's estate and take the $1,000. So originally she had to swear that she was not paid in the husband's lifetime. I mean, how do I know the husband didn't just give her cash before he died? Maybe he gave her the ksuba money as an aside. So she has to swear that she didn't collect the money unless, in order to collect the money from the orphans. But Nimrul Mashbiya, as the Gemara is going to explain, at some point... The, uh, Bezdin stopped, uh, did not want to make women swear so much, so they stopped allowing her to swear. The problem is now, how does she collect her ksuba payment? So, instead of saying, I swear I did not receive the money, she would make a nader and she would say the following She would say, I, I'll make a nether, I'm not going to eat bread if I already receive the payment. So instead of swearing she didn't receive the money, which is more direct, she makes a nether on a chaifetz, a nether of Hanah, like I won't go to the beach for a month if I already receive the money. So that was the way that they avoided Again, we'll have to understand, the Gemara will explain why did the Bezdin stop accepting shvuz, and why does the nether make it better. Okay. Another line from the Mishnah. Another decree that witnesses should sign on a get. This we had before. That even if you hold like Revel Yezer, that the main Eidim are the Eidim that watch the get being given over, and technically you don't have to actually sign the get, but there's a takana that they should sign the get. Why? Because if you just rely on the people that saw the get, what happens if they pass away? What happens if they lose their memory? They get older? Um and therefore they want to add hedge your bets add get, add aid them on the get itself the hill of an hill of this is the famous source of a prizbol that hill instituted a prizbol which is that shmita cancels all debts but a prizbol transfers the debt to bezdin so which it allows someone to collect the debt despite of shmita let's start the gamar we'll end with this My the mission start off by saying that almana has to swear in order to collect her ksuba. the problem is, if you read this Mishnah before we get into the details of how they stop making shvuas, but just the first line in the Mishnah, which says that a almana collects her shvua, collects her ksuba with a shvua, it implies like if you just read this Mishnah, a kid will walk away thinking that it's Dafkin almana who has to swear. Anybody has to swear if you ever want to collect money from orphans, you have to swear. So why are you signaling, singling out? Uh, an almana for collecting your ksuba everyone has to swear if you want to collect money from a, an orphan my eri almana almanami everyone has to swear de kaimana bully par menixu sayman lei parva The we have a halakha that if you want to collect money from your you have to make an oath that you're owed the money so why does it single out uh, uh, an almana with her ksuba the answer is almana it's a halah so that the community everything mushim chin gabok mashbulon the Gemara's is that you might think that in order to incentivize marriage, part of the incentives of marriage is that a woman will be able to collect her Ksuba. So in order to make it easier for her, maybe you might think that while a person generally has to swear in order to collect money from Yesomim, maybe an almana does not have to. Meaning, you want to collect money from that they're owed that the father owed you, you got to swear. But in the Amana, I might think that you don't. the Almana doesn't have to swear. Why? Because maybe that's part of the incentives of marriage, is Chazal want to make it easy for women to get married. They want to incentivize marriage. And therefore, they want to say, listen, you could collect the Ksubi even without swearing. Kamash and no, she's like any other debt collector that if you want to collect from Yisomim, you have to swear. All right, we'll stop here. Uh, God willing, I'll see you guys tomorrow in person.